0: Greetings. This is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. hello and thank you for tuning in to to empower you as always i am your host back better than ever thomas a deloach and i am so excited to have you connecting with me for these few moments in time and on today's show i want to talk about favor is now yes favor is now. This is a teaching podcast, so I need you to grab your Bibles and something to write with because you're going to want to jot down a few things that I'm going to tell you. We're going to start here at Job chapter number 10, starting at verse number 12. Job chapter number 10, starting at verse number 12, and it says, Thou hast granted me life and favor, and thou visitation hath preserved my spirit. I'm going to read this verse to you one more time. Thou hast granted me life and favor and thou visitation hath preserved my spirit. Now, life in favor is something we already have. I'm not sure if you know this and if the Bible is true, and I believe it is, you already got something working for you, but I'm not sure if you know how to tap into it so that you can see this favor of God happening for you right now. Let me add this as an addendum. Don't ever push away from you what God has for you now. Don't ever put it off in the future. You know, many times when I talk to people, they're always saying what they're going to be when I buy my house, when I start the business, when I get married, when I have a boatload of money. But the reality is you don't know if you're going to be alive in the future. But what you have a gift from God is right now. My question to you, what are you doing with your now, your present moment? Favor is now, not tomorrow, not next week. Not next month, not next year. Favor is right now. Look at Proverbs chapter 22, starting at verse number 29. It says, seeth thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. In other words, the word diligent, it means hardworking, conscientious, meticulous, committed, dedicated, and punctual. These things we need in our life. If we're going to be diligent, we're going to be hardworking. We're going to be conscientious. It means that we're going to do the right thing. We're going to be meticulous, detailed. We're going to be committed. It means we're going to be dedicated right and it want to be punctual I'm going to be on time wherever you say you're going to be be there on time one thing about favor if you get this diligence in your life you will always attract people who are looking for somebody that they want to promote because average people are just average they're late they don't care they're not committed, they're not dedicated. They just they just go through life complaining and that's not the kind of person that you want to be. So if we're going to grab this concept about favor is now, there's some things we need to have working in our life and things, catch this, that we need to stop doing And then there are a lot of things that we need to start doing because when we do, we're going to see a lot of wholesale changes in our life. Let's look at Psalms 102 and verse number 13. It says, Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yet the set time is come. Wow. Notice what the psalmist said about this set time or this time that is coming. This set time would indicate that God has already programmed it in and no man or government can change it. It's a set time by now. And I want to tell you if this is true and again I believe the word of God I know it is this set time has been programmed in for God to begin to open up the doors and bless you like never before but the reality is if you don't know your set time is now you're going to you're going to live your life hoping wishing you know always trying to figure out of you where you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to be with. We need to become educated about the principles of God and what God has really already programmed in our life. And when you know something is working for you, it will happen over and over and over again. Another thing I want you to know about this said time, it's a favorite time that God is bringing to the people of God. Zion was always symbolic of the church, the called out one, the ecclesia. In other words, this is a set time to favor you. It's a set time to bless you. It's a set time to do what God has promised that he would do in your life. And I want to tell you that every person has their day with God. For God to do exactly what he said he would do. And it is my prayer. I'm going to convince you that favor is right now. This is a prophetic psalm. This Psalm 102.13. So tap this in your heart. Tuck it away in your spirit, because God wants to do some amazing things. Now, let me give you some benefits of walking in this favor. If favor is now, Pastor Deloach, give me some principles about how I can walk in this favor. I will. I'm going to give you about 10 things that I want you to write down or put in a mental note, because I want you to have this in your heart and get excited that things are changing for you right now again let's not put off in the future what god has for you right now here's point number one favor produces supernatural increase and promotion so here's my question do you need some increase do you need to be promoted are you stuck in the mud are you stuck in a rut are you in a poverty type situation in your bank account, in your mentality, in your life? If so, let me put it on supercharge for you right now. God says, I wanna bring to you right now some increase and promotion. Remember that favor and promotion does not come from the East or from the West. It comes from God. So we are looking to God, not people. God can use people. But I want you to know that when you understand where your help and your blessing comes from, It's always now. Now let's anchor in this principle in Genesis chapter 39, verse 21. It says, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. This is powerful. And I know this is an Old Testament passage, but when we read the Old Testament, we need to be looking for principles, right? So you need to take Joseph's name out and put your name in there. But the Lord was with you and he's going to show you mercy and give you favor in the sight of those that you come in contact with. I just remixed that scripture for you because we need to understand and realize when we look at the life of Joseph and read uh, Genesis chapter 39 all the way through because it'll help you see how God was with Joseph of no fault of his own. He got in this situation he told a dream his brothers got upset sold him put him in slavery and joseph's life was just in flux but everywhere joseph went god gave him favor and in this situation he gave him favor with the keeper of the prison and i want you to know joseph took over the prison wow see it doesn't matter where you are it doesn't matter how you got in your certain circumstance god says I've got favor for you. I've got increase and promotion for you. So I want you to begin to set your heart today, right now, right this very second, that God is going to give me increase and promotion on my job, my career, in my family, in my bank account, in my health. Everything that concerns me is getting ready to blow up. Point number two, favor produces restoration of everything that the enemy has stolen from me. So here's my question. Has the enemy stolen some things from you? Doesn't matter what it is. If so, then I want you to get ready for restoration to happen in your life. God says, I wanna put it back. It was never the enemies in the first place. So just don't say, well, it's gone. I'll never get it back. No, it's yours. It belongs to you. Your peace, your joy, your money, everything, your children, things that were stolen from them, taken from them. God says, I want to put it back. Don't ever allow the enemy to take something from you and just say, well, I'll just, you know, it's just what it is. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. No, get that out of your vocabulary. God says, I want to restore back to you the years. Wow. That means more than one year because God knows the enemy has taken some things. Truth of the matter is, many of us have given some things to the enemy. But I want you to know today that favor is right now. And I want you to know that God is going to cause some things to happen for you. That the things that were taken from you, God is going to put it back in multiplied fashion. Because whatever was taken, the enemy has got to pay you back. Look at Exodus chapter 3. Verse 21, it says, and I will give the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go out, you shall not go out empty. Now, again, this is an Old Testament passage. So we want to see the principle here. Notice that when the people of God went out, God made it so that the Egyptians blessed them. And God said, y'all not going to go out empty handed. You're not going to go out broke. You're not going to go out broke, busted and disgusted. God is saying to us today that when I send you out, I've got somebody that I've earmarked that's going to bless you and give you what you need for the journey. And this is why we really need to tap into this favor concept. This is why we need to tap in to the heart of God and not worry about any kind of assignment that the Lord is sending you out on. He's not asking you to fund that assignment. God says, I already got somebody with the means. I already got somebody with the money. Generally, when God speaks to us, we start formulating and calculating and trying to put our things together because somewhere in our heart, we believe that when God is telling us to do something, we got to put it all together. We got to fund it. We got to go get a loan from the bank and go in debt. That's not God's way. God would never send you out on an assignment and then tell you, well, you know, you got to figure it out on your own. That's not the heart of God. God doesn't do things like that. We've got to slow down and understand whatever God sees for your life, he's already got some provision for the vision. And so I want you to know that when God is asking you to do something, he's already got a way. He's already got a means. But you need to know and you need to understand you will not go out empty-handed. Point number three, favor produces honor In the midst of your adversaries, look at Exodus chapter 11. We want to read verse number three to anchor this in. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Here they go again. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt. In the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. Here's an amazing thing that I love about God honor is a powerful thing. But you know what God will do? He'll give you so much favor on your life that your adversaries gotta respect you. The enemy got to respect you. People on your job got to respect you. People in your neighborhood have to respect you. They don't necessarily got to like you and give you flowers and take you out to lunch, but they're going to see a tangible glory and presence on your life that they'll be able to say, you know what? I may not care for this person, but you know what? God is with them. And so it was then So it will be now. And that's what I love about God. When I read the Bible and read Bible characters and see what God did for them, why won't He do it for me? If the scripture is true, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, whatever He is, He was, and whatever He was, He will be, He never changes. And so, again, principles never change. And God says, I'm going to produce some honor for you in the midst of your adversaries. And that word honor is money. When we talk about honor, somebody gives honor, they bestow it on you. They give you money. They give you riches and opportunities. So I want you to begin to see where you have had no honor. All you have had was shame and embarrassment. God says, I'm going to remove the shame and the embarrassment. Now, I'm going to do it today. And watch how, if you would just believe what I'm saying to you, watch how in the next few hours, the next few days, things are going to transpire for you. And you, your mind is going to be blown about the things that God's going to do in your life. I want you to know that favor is now. Point number four, favor produces increased assets, especially in the area of real estate. Wow. Look at God. He says, I want to bless your assets. I want to give you an opportunity for real estate and to own real estate. You may be living in an apartment. You may be living with a family member. You may be living in a basement. You may be living in a shelter. You may be in a bad situation, but I want to encourage you the best way I can. My brothers and sisters, look at what God says He wants to do for you now. God says, I want to increase your assets. All you may have in your bank account is 25 cents. I got good news for you. God says, I want to multiply it and multiply it. I want to breathe on your assets. Maybe you just don't even have any assets to begin with. That doesn't matter. God will send somebody to give you some assets. Send somebody to give you some stocks and bonds. Send somebody to open up a savings account and put $5,000 in there. I don't want you to limit God by your present situation because that's what we do. God says he wants to bless us. And the first thing we say is, well, how God, don't you know my situation? Don't you see where I am? Don't you see where I live? Don't you see my situation and the things that I got going on in my life? And God says, yes, but that don't matter to me. I'm going to open up the door and cause your assets and send somebody to bless you and watch how that thing starts to increase. And in the area of real estate, I want you to know Again, maybe you just haven't thought about this, but God says, I wanna give you something that you can leave to your children's children. I wanna give you something that I respect. God says, I respect land, I respect property. Many of us, we respect jewelry and cars and things that devalue themselves, but God says, I respect land and real estate. And God wants to do something in your life that will cause you to believe again. And I'm telling you, real estate is something that God is in. Maybe you're a real estate agent. Look for yourself to sell more real estate. Maybe you've been looking to buy some real estate and your credit is bad that doesn't matter. God will give you favor with a banker. He'll give you favor with somebody that will hold the loan and you can just pay them personally while you live in the house of your dreams and buy other houses or apartment complexes. I want you to lift your eyes and see what God wants to do for you. This is a powerful thing. Look at Deuteronomy chapter number 33. Starting at verse number 23, Deuteronomy 33 and 23. And it says, and O Naphtali, he said, O Naphtali, satisfied with favor and full with the blessing of the Lord, possesses thou the West and the South. Wow. God so powerful. He said, listen, Naphtali, I want you to possess the West and the South. That's how great God is. He just doesn't want you to look at your house and look at your street. You busy trying to get an apartment and God says, I want to give you an apartment building. You so busy trying to buy a car and God says, I want to give you the car lot. God is always expansive. He's never about just a little. Our God is too big for that. And may God touch your heart and your mind and give you vision for what I'm saying to you. Don't worry about how. Just accept what he says in the word of God. What he did for Naphtali, he wants to do for you. He wants to cause you to be the boss. He wants you to own it. He, why? Because if he can put you in charge, he know you're going to bless somebody else. He knows you're gonna give somebody else a job and an opportunity. Many times we run away from money because we think when we get money, we're just gonna turn into this mean and nasty person. But money is a multiplier, it's a magnifier. If you mean and nasty now, when you get some money, you'll be even a more rotten person. But if you love God, imagine what you can do for family members. Imagine what you can do for poor people. We need to have a lot of money, influence, and power if we're gonna change the world. It's just that simple. So don't run away from money. Don't run away from increase and promotion. Don't run away from favor. Get out of your mind that you're just gonna turn into a wicked individual because you've seen people who didn't have any money and then they got it and they changed. The reality is they were always that person. They were always rotten. They were always mean. They were always about themselves. And this is why when God blesses you, you're going to be able to do something with the resources and the money and give God glory while you're doing it. Point number five, favor produces great victories in the midst of great impossibilities. Do you need some victories in your life? Maybe you're in a defeated situation. Do you need some impossibilities to become possible? Well, favor is now for you. In Joshua chapter 11, verse 20, look at what it says. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts, that they should come against Israel in battle, that he might destroy them utterly, and that they might have no favor, but that he might destroy them and, or should I say, as the Lord commanded Moses. Look at what God did. God says, I'm gonna harden their heart so that they can come against Israel, that he could destroy them, and then he would take their favor. See, what God is doing many times in our lives, he's causing some things to happen just so he can put us back to where he wants us to be. God is doing some things that many times we can't figure out and we shouldn't. We just need to trust that God has given us the favor we need. Sometimes people don't like us after they did like us and we're trying to figure out why they don't like us anymore, why they don't want to hang around us anymore. God could be causing some things that happen behind the scenes because he's repositioning you so he can get you where you need to be. So don't try to figure it out. Don't try to repair the relationship, especially if you knew you didn't do anything wrong. You have to continue to go with the Lord because there's some prayers and some things that you've asked God to do. But watch this. You can't tell him how to do it. You can't tell God how to bless you. You can't tell God who to connect you with. All you can do is say, Lord, I know favor is now. You know what to do. You know how to get me there. And I'm going to trust the process God is saying favor produces great victories, just not ordinary average victories, but great ones in the midst of great impossibilities. Point number six, favor produces recognition even when you seem the least likely to receive it. Now, in First Samuel, chapter number 16, I want you to read at your leisure, starting at verse number four through verse number 13. As a matter of fact, you can probably read the whole chapter of 1 Samuel chapter 16. I'm not going to spend time reading it to you, but this is the story about how Samuel found David to be the next king. This is powerful because Jesse trotted out all of his sons because Samuel was going there being prompted by the word of the Lord that the next king is at Jesse's house. And Jesse brought all of his sons out, but God didn't say to Samuel, this is the one. And so Samuel was like, hey, man, I know I hear from God. Do you have another son? And Jesse said, yeah, old David out there in the sheepfold, rough and rugged. But when David came out in front of Samuel, that's the one that God wanted to favor. And that's what I love about God, because it brings recognition, even when You're not worthy to receive it when you're the least likely one to get it. You're not the most good looking. You don't know how to speak. You don't know how to articulate your words. Maybe you stutter. Maybe you look a little goofy, look a little shy, whatever it is. But God is like, I can use you. And in the life of David, it's amazing how God has already selected the ones that he wants to use. So I want to encourage you maybe you're looking for some recognition, some promotion. Maybe you are looking at some things in your life and you just don't see how because you don't have this going for you. You don't have that going for you. You have no connections. You don't know anybody that can open up a door for you. God is saying, I'm going to open up the door for you and put you in front of somebody that can bless your life. Be encouraged because favor is now. Point number seven, favor produces prominence and preferential treatment. Wow, do you need some preferential treatment? Do you need to have some prominence in your life? Well, favor is for you. Look at Esther, chapter number two, starting at verse number 17. And it says, and the king loved Esther above all women, and she obtained grace, here it is, and favor in his sight more than all the other virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Asdai. Wow, that's amazing. One of the things that I was reading here that I don't want you to miss is that the Bible says, and she obtained grace and favor in the sight more than the other virgins. So then there were some other virgins there too, who were living right, who were doing right. But God said, I want to bless you. There may be some people around you and all of you guys are doing right or doing well, but there's something about you that is different. Notice again, and the king loved Esther above all the women. He loved her. Who put that love in the king's heart? God did. It's God who causes people to like you. They don't even know why they like you. They don't even know why they want to bless you, why they want to do anything for you. But it's God that's doing that. Never take the credit for what God is doing. It's something he's put on your life. Just go with it. Don't apologize for it. Because many times when God is favoring us or blessing us, we feel bad about it. Because it should be somebody else. No, it should be you. Because it's God. He knows something about you that nobody else does. And so we need to start believing that God can get through the wicked people. He can get through the people that are doing bad just to bless you, just to get you where you need to be. God is in control. And if you yield to his control, he will bless you and he will do some prominent things and give you some preferential treatment. He'll cause the boss to love you and like you and give you a promotion. He'll cause somebody who can't stand you and they talking about you. And in a meeting, your name, come up and before you know it, you'll get that raise. Don't worry about how God is going to do it. He's got so many ways to bless you. It'll blow your mind. But this encourages me and I'm hoping that it will encourage you that you will believe that your favor is right now in your heart. Even as I'm talking to you, God is doing some things in your heart so that you can believe again that he is on your side. Point number eight. Favor produces petitions granted even by ungodly civil authorities. Look again at Esther, chapter number five, verse number eight. Notice what it says. If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and to perform my requests, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king hath said. Notice that favor produces petitions granted by ungodly civil authorities. Here's the thing that I love about God. Again, you don't have to know who the judge is. You don't have to know who the jury is. You don't even have to know who the decision makers are. What God will do, he will cause ungodly. Notice what the Bible called it. Ungodly civil authorities. God knows that there are some people that are in power that are ungodly. God knows that. I believe the Bible even talked about that woman who went to the king and the king didn't fear God or man, but because she was persistent and she went to him every day and every night, you know, she was saying, hey, give me freedom. Give me justice. The king had to change his mind because of the persistence of that woman. Sometimes we just need to be persistent in a thing because when we are, we will see our petitions granted. Stay with it. If you know this is where you're supposed to be in your assignment, stay with it and God will do all the rest. He will cause them to say yes. Maybe after they said no a dozen times, maybe 20 times. Just because somebody says no today, don't mean they'll change their mind tomorrow. You stay with it. I want to say that again because some of us have given up on the things that God told you to do. I'm telling you to go back again and knock on their door again. Have the meeting with them again. Continue to do it because the favor of God, watch this, is on your life through your own persistence. Sometimes God just wants to see if you believe what he said to the point that you will stick with it even in the face of opposition. Don't worry about the ungodly civil authorities. Don't, un, don't worry about the things that haven't happened. Don't worry about this, this person being mean and you've heard bad things about them. Maybe it's true, but I want you to stay with it. I want you to be encouraged because that thing is going to turn around for you today. Point number nine favor causes policies, rules, regulations, and laws to be changed and reversed to your advantage. Man, that right there was enough for you to listen to this podcast because I want you to know the favor on your life is so great that it's going to cause policies, rules, laws, regulations to be changed for you. Maybe you are in a situation right now, you got a letter, you got a phone call, it upset you, it disturbed you because they told you no and they said, we can't change the policies for you. This is the rule, you just gotta stick with it. God says, no, I got favor on your life. I'm getting ready to change the policies. I'm getting ready to change the procedures and the rules, watch this, because I have something ordained for you to receive and you can't get it Unless I get involved, I believe God is getting ready to get involved in some situations and change the law for you, change the policy on your job for you. Maybe you can't get health insurance for another year. That's getting ready to change. Maybe you can't get the raise. Maybe on the books it says everybody has to get a raise after they work there two years or three years or be fully invested in a certain situational program. God is saying, no, I'm getting ready to change the policy for you. I'm getting ready to change the circumstance for you. What was written on the books for years, God says, I'm going to take out my pen. I'm going to take out my eraser and erase what they said and write it in for you. God says, I love you with an everlasting love. I'm getting ready to do something that's going to blow your mind. I want you to receive what I just said to you because some of you are you in some dire situations. You need some help. You're struggling and God says, I don't want my people to struggle. I don't want anybody that I've died for and cause the things that I have in my heart for you and the things God says I have in my dreams for you to just be halted by man. It's not going to happen. God says, there's some things that are going to change for you. And finally, point number 10, favor produces battles won, which you won't even have to fight because God is going to fight them for you. Wow. When you look at Psalms 44 and 3, for they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand and thy arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast a favor upon them. Man, that's great. God says, I'm going to fight for you. I want you right now to hear me Especially with this last point that I'm giving you. Some of you are tired, you're worn out because you're fighting a battle you don't need to fight. Always know that any fight that you're going to get involved in, get involved in the good fight of faith. That's what the Bible teaches. Any other fight is going to wear you down, any other fight is going to wear you out. The only fight that you need to stay in, hear me prophetically, is the fight of faith because faith is now just like favor is now. One of the reasons why we get worn out is because we get tired, we get weary, right? And so we're trying to do things we shouldn't be doing, we're trying to manipulate and change situations. And God is saying, You don't need to do that, all you need to do is just be still and let me fight for you. Preserve your energy and begin to focus your attention and fighting to believe God, fighting to trust God. Tell yourself, I'm gonna trust God. I'm gonna keep my mouth closed. I'm gonna zip my lip, which might be a miracle in and of itself but I'm going to position myself to do it. And I'm going to let God save me. When you do this, this is probably one of the greatest miracles. When God fights for you, it just gives you a vote of confidence. Like, wow, God really does care, but you got to take him at his word. And in this passage, they didn't get their victory by their own sword or even by their own hand. God says the favor of the Lord will fight for you. The favor of the Lord will wipe your enemy out. Trust the methods and the means of God. They're different than man. They're different than what you would do. He knows that even the little smallest things that you don't consider to be great, when God's got favor on your life, nobody can stop you. And I would dare say that favor is even greater than money because I've been on a plane before, got to pay for a coach ticket And was sitting in the back and the stewardess came up to me after they filled the plane and they had a couple seats in first class. And the woman came to me and said, hey, would you like to sit up in first class? And I said, really, how much is it going to cost to upgrade? She said, nothing. Just come on up there. Wow. I didn't even have to pay to get up in first class. I bought a coach ticket, sat in the back and and the stewardess came to me and said, come on up to the front seat. That's favor. I didn't need money. Somebody, she noticed me. She saw me. I don't know what she saw. I don't even know what she noticed. It don't even matter. But what I'm saying to you, favor will open up doors for you that your money cannot open. Because watch this. Even if you have enough money, maybe the person don't want you in there. Maybe they don't want you to come. But if you don't have the money. And the person looks at you and says, I want you in the front seat. I want you at the office party. I want you to have the job, the promotion. It don't matter if you don't have any money because you have favor. And it's my prayer today. These 10 things that I've given you. I want you to listen to this podcast again over and over because I want you to get ready for some changes in your life today. Remember, we're not putting off anything. Don't put it off in the future. Receive your blessing today. You listening to me right now, God has something for you right now. Don't put it off. No, don't do that. Receive it now and watch how God will bless you. That's all that I wanted to share for you. But again, I pray that this show blessed you. If it did, send me an email at info at Let me hear from you. Go to my website at www.thomasadeloach.com. There's a subscriber tab there. I want you to put your name in there and click the send button and I'll send you a free PDF. Also scroll all the way down to the bottom of the screen. I'm looking for financial donors who being blessed by to empower you. If so, no dollar amount is too big. No dollar amount is too small. Everything that you give helps me to produce these shows. Okay. So I want you to be in prayer and see if you are one of my financial partners. All right. I'm praying for you. Remember favor is now. And until next time grace and peace be upon you. Take care. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer request, or show ideas to info at and follow me on Instagram at thomasadeloach and Facebook At Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.